Welcome back, all you fabricated flashbacks, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero and pop culture, and that's movies, TV shows, video games. Uh, we talk about news, speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Ole Poupey, your resident fabricant and comment extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, what's going on this evening? Oh, man. Uh, the Batman. I can't stop <laughs> watching it. I just can't. I mean, I'm obsessed. <laughs> That's, I, I'm sure you are uh, not alone in that. Uh, Batman just dropped on HBO Max yesterday, um, which I call it a dumbass move on the part of WB. But, hey, that's it's their, it's their money. So, <laughs> stupid move, yeah. but, hey. Uh, but yeah. we yes, that's uh, this uh, this episode we will be talking about reviewing finally um, the Batman uh, and talking about its impact on the box office uh, and uh, you know WBDC moving forward. Uh, but we also have, uh, as we always do, we have some more uh, items to talk about. Some news that has happened this week. Uh, for instance, uh, a guy breaks breaks the Guinness World Record on the number of times seeing a movie in theater uh and you'll be you're gonna be surprised how many times and uh what movie that was there's a l- new little indie uh superman demo in the new unreal engine 5 that looks cool uh but also raises some really sad you know sad and and frustrated feelings in, uh for us and we're going to talk about what what it all means for us uh there's a shake-up over at Warner Brothers. It's been acquired by Discovery. And so what does that shakeup mean for the future of uh, DC films? More Ezra Miller stuff. The guy can't... <laughs> they mean, they can't, they can't seem to get it right. So we're going to talk about that. There was a the long-awaited Thor teaser trailer. The Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, we're going to dig into that. So, uh, all that plus Batman discussion. So, uh, mm-hmm. you ready, Lottie? Let's get into this news. Yep. Uh, some quick news bits. We're going to try. I know we're usually long-winded on our things. We're going to try to be real short on a couple of these things. So, um, the Guinness Book of World Records. Didn't know that there existed. Well, I, should, I guess I should have known. There was a record for the number of times you have seen a movie theatrically. Uh, and so, a man has broken the record 292 times sat down and watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which we all love. We love that movie. Great, great stuff. Uh, but 292 times? But why, though? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, why, that's the though? question. But why, though? So between December 16th and March 15th, this guy literally watched it three or four times a day. And I looked into it. He had to sit and watch the entire thing without getting up, without looking at his phone, Right, and that stay from the very beginning to the end of the credits, and uh, 292 times he's estimated he spent over 3,500 dollars to do so. Uh, also, he could reclaim his title because apparently he had, he had watched uh, Endgame 191 times uh, before. Um, Lottie, nerd, am I right? Nerds, nerds. Yeah, this is like <laughs> this is. I, I'm I'm down with the cause, but I'm sorry, man. I got better things to do in my life than <laughs> just. I mean, watch a movie that many times? Nah, I'm good. Uh, apparently, he he had seen it so many times he could recite the entire movie from memory, and that on the very last one he did, he recited the entire movie from memory. Uh, it, you know, and he was in there by himself, so. Yeah, nerds. We we do stuff like this, don't we? I you know yeah. I really like this movie. Like a lot of people really like this movie. It's got, it made over one point six billion dollars. It's it's great, but nerds, right? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We I think I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk shit about him. I'm I, I take my hat off to you, sir, Ramiro Alanis. That is the man's name. A man from Florida, which of course, why wouldn't it be? Um, Florida man I take my hat (laughs) off to you sir uh, for your steadfastness and your true nerdiness so uh, 
yeah. <laughs> Good job, you. It's like uh, you said, it had to be a Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> Not no surprise whatsoever in my in my mind. So, all right, uh, another quick one. I just this is more about our reaction than than the actual thing. Uh, there was an indie developer that ported over. This isn't brand new. He ported over a a Superman demo into uh, Unreal Engine Five, and in particular into the Matrix demo, uh, playable demo that they uh, did. It's basically just to show off Unreal Engine Five and what it could do. And let me tell you, it looked pretty cool. It was basically just flying around. He wasn't doing anything else. They were just showing the flying and the physics and what it would look like. Uh, looked pretty cool. Looked it looked like it could be triple A. Um, but it also just made me think, we're never gonna get an actually good Superman game. And it's it yeah. is man, that's frustrating. Um, yeah. I mean Marvel's done their thing. I mean, I'm not saying Marvel's Avengers is great, but they did do it, right? And they've yeah. they've had Batman and Superman, no love. Lottie, what what as a, as a you know a game developer and, and uh, just a lover of video games and also superheroes, why why can't they get Superman right? It, to be honest with you, man, it's not game developers. Like game developers want to make video game uh, movies. I mean, uh, a video game uh, for Superman, and I'm talking about not like indie. I'm talking about Big time guys are begging DC to let them make a um, Superman. And the latest to beg them, and DC told him no, was uh, 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 the guy who, who's the creator of God of War. He begged him. He's like, I can make a good Superman uh, video game. I mean, he's made God of War. He knows how to show up being of that power in a video game but dc for some reason i guess maybe there's still some people that work at dc that was that that was alive during when superman 64 came out and are like just and just like nope never again we're never going to see and it's it's i mean i agree that i don't think if you're going to make a Superman uh, video game, it can't be too over the top. You're going to almost have to ground Superman. And it will have to be like a Superman where he's just starting off. Like he doesn't exactly know how to fly just yet. Because you, you got to look at it like this. If you make a Superman game and Superman could just fly everywhere, the amount of storage and RAM that the world will, like, think about how big that world will have to be for you as a person not to be bored of the game. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. It will almost have to be almost like a no man's sky type thing where Superman can fly from planet to planet. Because, nope, nope. We need to have invisible walls that keep him within the bounds of a certain play area. That, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh. but that, the thing about it is though, that would have worked all the way into two thousands, but nowadays people actually downvote games because they have boundaries. Like real talk, yeah. in today's day and age, it's. I think just seeing this, you just like, it just it kind of just. I don't want to say it makes me sad. I'm just like I just shake my head. I'm like they're just not going to be able to do it, uh, and it almost yeah. feels like that's the same way they feel about the movies. Like we just can't do it. Um, yeah, which. I mean, somebody smart got to be smart enough to do do better. So, uh, but I thought that was just a fun little thing we could we could look at, and uh, maybe one maybe they'll take the hint and, and do a triple A Superman game. Probably not though. Um, but speaking <laughs> of uh, speaking of Superman, Lottie, so uh, Discovery, the you know yes Discovery, uh, the the network. I won't say the network, the company that runs the Discovery network of. Uh, of channels just bought Warner Brothers and in doing in so doing they acquired a ton of IP but you know why we care is they acquired DC films 
And the first thing they started talking, like this just happened this week. Like they've been talking about it for months, but this just, it's really been finalized in this last week. So what they've been talking about is one of the first things they're saying is, hey, y'all ain't been running DC right. Uh, it's it's time for us to shake this thing up and, and get some movement. Uh, I'm not going to repeat all the corporate speak and all that. Suffice it to say that the, that the CEO thinks that DC is a, a main revenue generator for Warner Brothers and that they have not been properly exploiting all of the IP that some top shelf properties have been left to languish and that mm-hmm. there's hasn't been a coherent strategy. There, has, there hasn't essentially been a Kevin Feige-ish person. Not necessarily on the creative side, but on the business side. Because that's one thing Kevin Feige's got going for him. He's a creative, but he also manages the business side and has successfully, you know, kind of what the word, the corporate word, synergy. He's got the synergy between all of the departments within Marvel. And now, of course, he, he runs all of Marvel, not just Marvel Studios, but the TV and everything. And so they're looking to find somebody that can kind of serve that role, at least on the business side, maybe not the creative side, but on the business side to kind of get everyone working in tandem to, you know, make to make it more like Marvel Studios. So one, this isn't about Marvel. We're not. So we're not really talking about Marvel. We're just talking about the idea that they have here. And part of this has been floating. Like they said stuff that's been on the shelf. Part of that is the very strong possibility that this could mean Superman is coming back to the big screen sooner, much sooner rather than later. Um, to which, uh, Lottie, you, your response is? Thank God. Free hashtag free Superman. Please. <laughs> free Cal-El. Thank, free Cal-El. I mean, the man has been living in purgatory for like almost a decade now. Let's be honest. He's been, he's been in pur- for at least five years, but he hasn't had a solo movie in almost a decade. He's been in purgatory, just rotting away underneath Snyder stands. <laughs> well, if the Snyder stands had their way, they would have had a. To, I'll give them this credit; they would have had a, another Superman by now. There would have been a Man yeah, but, of Steel too. But they apologize for DC, so no, it's their fault too. Well, I'm they no the Snyder stands. The Snyder stands shit on DC. A lot. They're just they're mad because Zack Snyder. Which I, I hope all the Snyder stands understand. This new regime isn't looking at Snyder's movies and thinking that's the way towards success. They're looking at his movie and saying, "Why the fuck did y'all keep up with that? Like seriously, why'd y'all keep doing? Why'd y'all make Zack Snyder's Justice League? It that I mean, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I like it." I'd watch it again. It lost them money. They spent, you know, they spent something like 50, 60 million dollars. I can, I might be lowballing it to finish that, that movie. Only to see it not drive any, any real significant subscribers. So what the hell was the point? Yeah. What was the point of yep. that? They, my, movies are money, money. You know, you spend money to make money. They didn't make any money off that. So, you know, Snyder stands, they got what they wanted. And I'm telling you, you know, I'm just going to assume that these the people coming in want to make money. And so Zack Snyder is not the money making path. Uh, so but if they really care about just seeing Snoop, Superman again. Well, there you go. Superman among many other things. And I don't think they're wrong. Look, I don't think these people are wrong about, you know, top flight properties that don't aren't been nothing's been done with them you know yeah even green green lantern maybe not everyone knows him but it's it's basically a space uh, you know opera thing they i mean like why can't they exploit that why is justice league not uh, two been made why is uh you know why hasn't superman been made you know uh and they're even talking about like we need more jokers and stuff like that they, of course they would that's which which also gives me pause, by the way, because we need more jokers is what people say when they say they see a movie made for like less, you know, 50 million dollars makes a billion. 
that's money yeah. talking. That's not that's not oh we have creatively some great ideas for Joker. Let's do it. No, they wanted they they all they see is dollar signs. So that's why it sort of gives me pause too that this isn't this is good news but not great news because these are corporate suits talking about how they can exploit a property as a as opposed to how can they you know how can they make great things out of the property that they have. Mhm. So I'm I I guess I'm going to say I'm optimistic but cautiously so. Um yeah. Because they hopefully. Yeah, uh, and and their search for a Kevin Feige-ish person, I'm like, man, good luck. <laughs> good luck on that because I tell you what, if you could find a, a Kevin Feige's clone, you think the other, you know, you think Sony hadn't been looking for that? I, yeah. They've they've been looking and that the best thing that they could do is just to get motherfucking Kevin Feige. <laughs> so, I mean, again, good luck on on that. Uh, but we'll see. Um, this, well, you know, hopefully this will be good. I really hope that DC do- Films does turn into its own Marvel Studios because, uh, you know, they not that they haven't been making good things, you know, like one of which we're going to talk about later, but that they just need to be able to have a lot more creative freedom and also a lot more cooperation and synergy so that, you know, everyone's working together to make the studio itself successful. We'll see. Uh, this this shakeup's going to be going on for the rest of the year, and we're going to find out uh, where all the uh, the dominoes have uh, fallen. Um, speaking of things that are falling, uh, Ezra Miller. <laughs> Yo, I can't wait. So this is our third week in a row talking about him. That's not good. Yeah, that is. We you know that is definitely not good. We talked about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock for one episode, you know, for one one week and haven't really come back to it. Ezra Miller, third week strong. Uh, so Ezra Miller got arrested again in Hawaii. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say it's assault. Apparently he threw a chair at a woman. Uh, got belligerent, whatever, whatever. And uh, this isn't looking good for the Flash, is it? Yes. That movie looked like it might not come out. I mean, it's been or, pu- it's been pushed to next year. This is not looking good. Like, I I just I don't know what else to say about this, other than who is around Ezra Miller and you know what what are they doing to help Ezra Miller out? Because yeah. this this is this is a person who. Obviously, I, I don't even want, I I don't even feel good saying fumbling the bag because it's not now it's it's going from man that's funny that and then it's messed up to not being funny anymore. Yeah, he's 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 this he is definitely at this point not well. We can we could pretty much say that he's there's not something not right with him right now. Yeah, and there needs to be an intervention. I'm not saying that's DC's job to do. They don't owe him anything. They made him famous by putting him in movies. Same thing as uh, I've saw like t- things saying, "Oh, um, they need uh, what is those people? Um, the people who made Fantastic Beast and all them. They were like, oh, they need to step in and help.' And I'm like, they don't owe him. They made him famous and rich. I mean, they." don't owe him and i'm pretty sure they have reached out to him yeah and he's just not responding to it well and i just hope that this doesn't end in tragedy either on his side or from somebody else's side you know what i mean because something has to be done or it will end in tragedy yeah it's i i think you know, we, we, of course, it's Supercast. We're talking about it from, you know, from our, you know, we selfishly want our superhero stuff. But, I mean, just from a, from a, you know, stepping away from that, this is just a person who, you know, I don't, we don't have any personal connection to, but it would be, we, you know, it would be nice if this person who seems to be spiraling out of control 
had someone or some people that around that they they listened to that they could you know kind of get back on track and i'm yeah. at, i'm at the point now i if this continues for much longer we're not getting flash next year it's no. just i don't think it's happening uh if i don't think they're going to reshoot it either i think they may end up doing a um uh they may end up doing a dark you know uh x-men dark phoenix where they want to reshoot, but they can't reshoot, so they just put out what they have and edit it as well as they can, and you know probably edit it in a way that you know Ezra Miller's Flash no longer exists, and that's unfortunate. It's it's, yeah. un, it's unfortunate, not for us as fans, but for Ezra, you know, as as you know Ezra Miller as a person, to just you know to have their their the problems they're having sort of ruin their life so i'm a, i'm gonna hope i'm gonna hope that somebody somewhere is able to get through to to them and and get get them the help they need because this is i don't want to have to talk about this again uh, but i have a feeling we will be uh very soon yeah so best of luck to ezra miller and and we we hope they are able to kind of get a hold of, of whatever's happening uh, and um, you know, as and not just as fans, just as people who are who care about other people. So uh, we'll let you guys know uh, whatever we find out about that in the future. Um, <clears throat> on to somewhat more, well, I'm, I'm much more uh, <laughs> fun topics. We finally, I think, you know, I think it is all of that, all of the hashtag. Where's the Thor? Where's the Thor trailer? Thor trailer uh, has finally gotten through to Disney and uh, we got a Thor teaser trailer. Um, yeah. My God, this trailer is so good. <laughs> this trailer is so good. I, uh, you know what? I, I, I was going, I was going around trying to see people's reactions to it. And there are for real people that don't like this trailer. There are, on this earth, there exists people who think that you know who don't like Taika Waititi's take on Thor, um, and you know what? I'm allow them their very wrong opinion, but this shit looks like everything I could possibly want in a Thor. Anything, I just just ev- literally everything I, that I could possibly want. Um, just the Thor. We we saw it. There was a training montage, man. A training montage. The, Thor getting buff and getting rid of all of the beer weight, you know. <laughs> so so much humor in here. I love Taika Waititi's take on Thor. As Thor Ragnarok, fight me was better than the other two. Oh, I, I mean, I, I mean, is by, this a debate? It it is <laughs> apparently online. I saw I saw for real people being like that first Thor is much better than Ragnarok, and I'm like, you are smoking <laughs> something. What what uh, you you are you're not just smoking something you are taking like acid or something. something oh. I mean I'm like step away from the ledge because you are you are really you know you are selling out hard right now. But it was yeah there were people and I'm like get out of here. But this by by and large people love this trailer. Of course, oh I did want to sort of uh, talk some shit about uh, the. Uh, the fandom menace, bitch ass fandom menace, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about they're mad because Jane Foster is in there as Thor. You know what? Y'all some real bitch babies. There's, I mean, they're very specific. You know, I you know one we talked about this the toxic fandom before. These motherfuckers, I swear, they I they don't. If there's a a woman ever sort of looking equal to a man. You know, it gets their little panties in a twist. You know, it's, it's, get out. You said it perfectly. And Dan, what makes you so funny? Cause I saw that too. This is a comic book accurate. I saw this one person put that on Twitter and then someone on Twitter tagged him, put a, put a photo of Jane Foster's comic book thing of her doing the same thing. And he, and they were like, it was a guy. He was like, it's not comic book accurate, huh? <laughs> some of these dudes be saying you could just if you're sexist at least admit it don't say stupid stuff 
to cover yeah. up your sexism. Thank you. Being Thank sexist. You. This is all these this fandom in a finish. And we're I swear to God we're gonna get back to talking about the, the trailer in just a second. But I, I gotta dunk on these motherfuckers. Cause they deserve it. You gonna be a racist? Just say, motherfucker, I hate I I, I hate black people or, or Asians or Mex just say it. Don't yeah, be don't be it. don't be trying to be like, well, it's bad, right? And and just and you got you know bad. they come up with all these fucking excuses to because they're fucking cowards. Yeah. Now, at least a few. I'll give I'll give a credit to the ones that have their own YouTube channels. They they have the courage of, you know, the same kind of courage that people in big crowds of people that agree with them have. You know, you can, yeah. It's you're it's courageous to to you know call a black person n word or or you know, to be misogynist or whatever when you got a thousand people that are up there cheering you on. So they got that kind of courage. At least they got courage to put their name on shit, but just straight bitch-ass bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I say, fuck the fandom, man. Fuck all of those toxic-ass dudes. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, they, they, are, they are not the men that they, you know, they are not... Uh, you know these men, a representation yeah, of actual men. Well, they're well, they're they're men who you know just like guys who you know guys who like comic books. We look, we got it's it's a fantasy thing. The problem is is that these guy these guys really think that manliness is it's, it's this fantasy bullshit that they they've come up with uh, that they can't even personally live up to. They yeah. they personally do not live up to that that trope or whatever and they're mad that that the world doesn't conform to that stupid ass fantasy that they can't live up to it's bitch yeah. ass it's it's stupid and i will dunk on it every time i get you guys are yeah. trash absolute trash and, uh, yeah like you know keep on keep on catering to trash ass people just like you because you're trash anyway uh <laughs> that has nothing to do with thor except for they're bitches. So the Thor <laughs> teaser trailer had so much awesome in it. So, I mean, like this, it was hilarious. The dude, the bit where, uh, you know, star Lord's having a moment, you know, star Lord's been like, look into the eyes of the people that, that you love uh, to, to kind of, you know, remind you of, you know, where you're supposed, where you are. And Thor's he's looking up at, at, at the Guardians and Thor's siding into it. Now it's like that I mean, if you how can you not laugh at that? <laughs> it's oh my I I love that we're gonna get a lot of that that stuff that we saw from, from you know uh Infinity War, we're gonna get more of that. And um you know, we saw King Valkyrie. Natalie Portman looked fucking badass. And that in that power suit, I was like, "Oh, oh look God. at her and her in the power suit, looking looks, like Lex Luthor." I'm telling you, I'm I'm sure their personal trainer said, "Hey, here's the comic book. Do you see what Jane Foster looks like as Thor? That's what you're aiming for." And she was like, "Bet," and she did that shit. Man, she looks so awesome. That whole that whole fucking trailer just like got me hyped as fuck. Yep. I'm, ooh. It's we we got to, it's it's July man, it's July. And you know what's you know what's crazy about all of this? What's so crazy? What's that? There's a part of that thing that literally looked just like a Naruto opening, like the part where he's wandering in between trees yeah. and he's uh-huh. getting older. That is act like a person actually showed it directly came from like I'm not saying they directly took it from a Naruto opening but there's a Naruto opening that happens just like that right. and I was like oh okay that's cool and like I said it shows the different parts of Thor mm-hmm. it, this is gonna be a, a action slash uh this is gonna be an action comedy but it's also gonna have I'm just see it's gonna have a lot of drama in it and I just love the it's, 80s vibe to yeah. it. And there's I mean there's epicness. I mean you saw you didn't see his face, but you saw Russell Crowe as Zeus. So there's like other pantheons are coming into this. We haven't even yeah. seen the bad guy yet. But like and and look, Taika Waititi and, and like the designers and all that, those guys are they God, they are on it. There's literally a part, you know that part where you saw uh Korg and and Thor is standing on like t- on top of a ridge, and you they're overlooking like this corpse of this dead thing, like on this snowplane. Mm-hmm. That's straight from the comic. So 
So like there these people talking about, oh, you know, it needs to be more accurate to the comics. You getting that. You know? Yeah. It's man, look, I'm hyped. Super hyped. So dude, we gonna be look, you know what? You've seen people that are like we eating this year for the Marvel MCU, we eating this year. We are yep. they they feeling it. we gonna be eating good this year. So ah, hyped. <laughs> you guys go watch that trailer again. It's I'm so hyped. I can't wait for the true the the real trailer. It's just a teaser. That's just a teaser, man. Y'all, see DC Discovery. You know Warner Brothers. Y'all y'all need to, y'all need to be paying attention. These guys yep. they showing they this the playbook right here. If you want to take some pages out the playbook, that's the playbook right there. Run those plays. What are they say and uh, uh, remember the Titans. It's like Novocaine. It's it's going to work. It's going to work after a while. It's just yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys go check that out, and we'll talk about the the next trailer when it comes out. Um. So finally, uh, you know that's. I think that was the last of our news. Yes, last of our news. Um. So um, we may have missed some things actually and we took some things out too just for the interest of time but you know maybe you thought that there was uh some things we should have talked about uh get down to the comments uh let us know about that and let us know what you think about what we had to say and uh you know we'll chop it up uh, of course you can always uh, hit us up super not funny show at gmail.com or at super not funny s1 on twitter and we'd love to hear from you uh, uh talk about this news all right lottie it's time for the main event yes the main event time um the the batman i didn't even know this but i, I should have known this but they were they said 45 days after it was released in the theaters you're gonna put it on hbo max because for some reason dc hates money um, yeah. Good. Fortunately for them, the Batman delivered. Um, much to the chagrin of Snyder stands everywhere, the Batman made seven has oh, just this over the the last week crossed seven hundred fifty million dollars worldwide. Um, and again, I mentioned Snyder stands. I I don't like dunking on you guys, but I will when y'all act stupid. And they yeah. acting so stupid about this. I'm I'm telling you, I had like some real back and forth with people about whether or not the Batman is a success. Let me just tell you, anyone who's saying seven hundred fifty million dollars isn't a success is a either a dumbass or they are a Snyder stand and or both. Because seven hundred fifty million dollars, it. There's not, there aren't too many movies that look sideways at that. No. Right? That that would be like, eh, that's not good enough. Did they want to make a billion? Yes, they want to make a billion. Did they think they were going to make a billion? No, they didn't think they were going to make a billion dollars. Yeah, I'm, nice I'm noticing a trend. I'm noticing a trend with DC sometimes. The movies that they expect to do well don't do well. And the movies that they're like, eh, we're probably not going to do well. Go like, oh my God, we should have pushed this out a little bit more. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, but it happened it, with the yeah. Joker. It, well, that was, I think that was just like they thought they had a good movie. They didn't know they had a great. They didn't know. I think they thought they had a great movie. They didn't think they had a billion dollar movie. That's yeah. I understand that. You know, but for, for the, in this case, I think it. This is above expectations, but not like so far out that they're just like, what is this? Um, so, so so understand that anyone who's telling you that the Batman flopped is an idiot. Straight, yeah, straight and tell them you're an idiot. It, it didn't flop. Seven hundred fifty. There in no world is seven hundred fifty million dollars a bad flop. Yeah, you know, it's not. It just isn't. Uh, on a reported budget of something like two hundred million dollars. So I, I've said this before, but understand profitability usually comes something like two and a half times the budget of the film, depending on how much they market it or whatever. But let's just say round it up to three. Whatever the budget, times three, and anything over that is pure profit, right? 
that this everything in that you know that three times is the budget of the film the marketing budget and how much money they give to you know they share with theaters so let simple math i know i can multiply two times three right 200 times yeah. three 600 million dollars that's that was their break-even point theoretically so they're 150 million over it right they're winning 150 anyone who says 150 million dollars in profit is bad that it's a flop once again they're a stupid and you shouldn't yeah. listen to them um yeah to put it into more perspective this is for snyder stand specifically because they're the ones that are talking about this you know they were prognosticating i saw people like oh it's it's barely going to make 500 million it's it's a it's a flop okay sure wrong but just this is for for snyder stand specifically um, of all the Snyder uh, films, how many made over seven hundred million dollars? Let's just—I don't think any of them did. Oh no, they no one one did. Justice what League did. It? Justice League didn't. Man of Steel didn't. Man of Steel made six hundred and seventy or eighty million dollars. Six hundred, maybe six ninety, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice League made six fifty. Somewhere around there, Batman v Superman made eight hundred and like, I want to say eight hundred and fifty something, eight hundred sixty something, whatever. Do you know what the budget for? Like, let's forget about the other two. They don't count because they failed, right? They didn't make yeah six hundred. They didn't make as much as the Batman has. Batman made seven fifty, uh, past seven hundred fifty million recently, and that. Uh, Batman v Superman made eight hundred and like sixty or seventy million, right? You know what the budget mm-hmm. for? You know what the budget for Batman v Superman was was two hundred. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, oh. I'm gonna guess it was just fucking ridiculous. Well, it, it wasn't ridiculous, but it was it was more two hundred fifty million dollars. So again, let's do math, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're talking about you you're talking about seven. It needs to hit seven fifty to be profitable. And it did. It made a hundred over a hundred, probably a hundred and thirty over uh, <clears throat> its its profitability versus a mm-hmm. hundred and fifty million over the profitability for the Batman. So, what's all this shit about? It's not. It's a flop. I'm just all I'm saying. I know I'm saying I'm I'm going off because we need to like put to rest this bullshit about that the Batman is a failure. The, <clears throat> Warner Brothers is saying it's not a failure. The actual fucking numbers say it. Math itself is saying, shut the hell up, Snyder stands, you're wrong. Uh, but I guarantee you can go onto Twitter right now and see people arguing that somehow $750 million is bad. <sighs> I... <laughs> I... I, 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 I at some point, like, at some point, I'm just arguing with these motherfuckers just because I'm like, I hate stupid people talking confidently about shit that they don't understand. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't like it. Anyway, that being said, it's on HBO Max now. <clears throat> probably that 750 is probably the, uh, it's probably going to make more than that, but not much more. Um, so it's at the end of its profitability. It's fine. It's a good, it's a good outcome. But, that's that's all numbers. The important thing is, what did Lottie think about this? What did Lottie think about this? I, you know, I I've mentioned what I sort of thought about it that I liked it. I thought it was pretty great. Um, and so, but I want to hear what you have to say about it, sir. Here comes my scorching hot take. I feel like, in my opinion, this was the best. Batman movie I've ever seen. I understand, you know, there's a lot of people that say Dark Knight is better, and I will not disagree with them. This is just my opinion. The reason why I feel this is the best Batman movie ever made, because this is the first time I've ever watched a Batman movie, and I was entertained watching Batman. Every other movie that I've, uh, every other Batman movie I've watched, Batman always played second fiddle to the main villain. 
And it's just true. The main villain of the Batman movies is the main character of the Batman movie. This is the first time I watched the movie where I was like, okay, they're actually leaning into Batman. We're seeing actual character development of Batman. We're seeing who we're actually going deep into his character and his psyche. And just the, oh man, one of the part, the fact that they introduced Batman as this mythological creature. And every time they introduced him into a scene, it was never through his perspective. It was always through someone else's perspective, which is so amazing. And I just, this was a work of art. And a lot of people come into this movie thinking we're going to see Batman doing amazing things, jumping, uh, doing ninjutsu, drop kicking people from the from a building just doing crazy stuff no this is not what this is what i felt that a batman movie should be a serial killer mystery horror with batman guest starring in it i won't even say batman guest starring batman in it and i and this is this is my take on really what the batman movie was the batman movie was exactly this it was a serial killer movie with a monster in it. And the monster was Batman. <laughs> I, I love that you said that because <clears throat> they almost literally, like there's a lot of horror in this movie. Like mm-hmm. a lot of horror. And not that, not that there's any actual like, you know, monsters in this. And except that Batman very much is a boogeyman like the way like it it, it's like he's the uh it's like matt reeves understood that the whole point of the batman comics is that every criminal in gotham is scared to shit they're scared as shit of batman they know he can't be everywhere at once he's not superman they know that but boy, you were fucked if he is. If he's near, if, if he's if, so, so they had that part in the beginning where they show the bat signal going up, and they're like, "Oh shit, Batman's out on the prowl." Oh shit, you yeah. Know, like, let me get off the streets. You know, uh, it's and and people, there's all these dark shadows, and they're like, "Is he in the shadows? Is he? What's that? Let me get the fuck out of here." Like that's yeah. the, you know, he is, he is very much. The, the boogeyman. Yeah. You know, I, I I wanted to say, I sort of liken him. I don't want, I, I said this to somebody on Twitter. I can't remember who. He's like Michael Myers. Yeah. He he's, is. The, he that is, is exactly imposing, what it he's is. He's an imposing shape that terrifies the shit out of his opponents. And the yeah. only people who are going to fuck with him are people who have a lot of people with them or who are just are not sane. Yeah, yeah, and or they don't even know who the hell he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, I just love, because it's like you said, it's like a monster horror in the sense of not to us, but the thing about it is Matt Reeves is putting us in the perspective of these criminals. And every time he's introduced, you hear those footsteps. Like a, like a, like, it's this is literally what we as a person who watches horror movies when a killer is coming and the person's scared and is locked into a room what do they hear those footsteps outside the door the door is the shadow and batman is the killer slash i won't say killer he's the monster but he's the monster to those thugs and it's just the way they uh just portrayed it and don't even get me started on that that scene where he makes the penguin crash and yeah. he's and it's upside man listen I literally like had my hair on like the back of my spine raising like that was an amazing shot yeah there's I mean that, that that's the thing is that <clears throat> this is a Batman movie and I'm gonna explain that this is a movie in which Bruce Wayne does not exist I show me where Bruce yeah. Wayne is in this entire movie. 
at no point, yeah. I don't give a fuck if he's got that suit on or not. At no point do you see Bruce Wayne. All you ever see is Batman. Yeah. That's, we've, this never, it is on, on screen, he has never just been Batman. And this, this is Batman before he made Bruce Wayne a character that he plays. Yeah. And I, and, and it, and it shows why people were asking like, oh, what's up with, you know, Pattinson, he's been weird. His, his, his Bruce Wayne's weird because that's not Bruce Wayne. That is Batman with a, with a, a costume on. Yeah. That's, that's Batman who is incapable of being normal, trying to be normal. Yeah. And this is what a lot of people are not understanding because a lot of people, I talked about this yesterday with somebody and they're like, oh, but, you know, they're like, they're not catching the subtle hints in the movie because they're like, well, he's Bruce Wayne. Everyone knows Bruce Wayne and all that stuff. He's, you know, he's out there. I said, look, I said, look at the movie. Every time Bruce Wayne shows up, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Bruce Wayne. Oh my God, Bruce Wayne! You know what I mean? Like they're like shocked. Like they're like, oh my God, we, he exists. He's out here. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, he's Alfred's. I mean, they threw the hints throughout the movie so many times. I mean, Alfred even said it himself. Is Bruce Wayne gonna make an appearance today? Yep. I mean, he's like he said. Is he recognizes he's only Batman? At he's only wants to be Batman. Yep. And as you said, this is in. This is this is a young this is him a young Batman. He's only been Batman for two years. He's learning how to do it. He's very angry and very unwell because clearly the man is not well because he says it in front. I mean, to say that in front of somebody that is lying on their deathbed. Or I won't even say deathbed, but lying in a hospital to say I'm don't I don't fear death. That is someone who is not very well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and yeah, as a result, you know, his his inability to like part of his problem is he doesn't understand why his campaign of terror against criminals isn't working. Yeah. He's, he's like, why isn't this working? Right. Yeah. And then. Uh, you know, on top of you know, he's he's a detective. Like this is the this is the I'm actually a detective. Like, let me show you what I can do. Sort of situation and playing Riddler's game and constantly being behind. You know, and sort of like uh, you know, sort of remember in, in Harry Potter and and the um, uh, uh, what's the the seventh one the, the um, whatever the seventh Harry Potter um, where. Dumbledore's that that kind of that expose of Dumbledore really kind of shakes Harry to the core about oh what's what was Dumbledore really like and and that's this this whole movie is what's Gotham really like you know all these you're you're going after these criminals everybody's a fucking criminal yeah you know all these people that are getting murdered you know it, the Riddler's trying to expose you know so there and there's this big QAnon sort of like crazy conspiracy theory that gets turned you know people radicalized and shit like that and riddler wasn't wrong that's just aside from being a murderous motherfucker he wasn't wrong about shit like yeah there's so there's so many aspects of this movie where you're like but you're not wrong though and and the other thing like god there's so many cool characters in here selena kyle is so good like zoe kravitz kills as as selena kyle to me yeah i loved i loved her portrayal of selena she's not catwoman so let's not call her that she's selena kyle she's not catwoman yet but you know what she what she is she's astute she is so on it that at the end of the the movie she offers she says hey we could run away forget this fucking town let's go on but she knows and she looks in his eyes and she's like your heart's already spoken for. I can't have you. And if yeah. the, if that doesn't explain Batman, I don't know what does. He cannot he cannot properly love somebody else because he is dedicated his, in his heart. He is dedicated to whatever this you know fatalistic 
crusade to save an unsavable city and he'll yeah. he'll die at it it's uh yeah there's there's just so there's so many levels this this movie's got so many fucking levels to it it's it's yeah. uh, it's on and what what do you think about the penguin though i i like the i like the new little thing of the penguin instead of him being this basically corrupt version of bruce wayne he's a mobster which i like because it adds more to the dark aesthetic of this movie and the more grounded aesthetic that he's just a mobster that's been making money off of selling basically a bottle meth (laughs) you know know you know what's interesting about about uh oswald cobblepot in this one Mm -hmm. is in a way he he's also a bit he's also a bit of a uh, a gentleman, it's, which is weird yeah. to say, right? He has a moral code. He has ethics. He yeah. He, you saw at the end when he realized that Falcone was was the rat. He yeah. w- he was he his uh what what's that? He was offended. He was offended yeah. that Falcone would be a a, a rat. It would. It never yeah. occurred to him to be that guy because he has a moral code, and that it has been violated by someone he thought was on the level. And I was, yeah. I was like, that's different because most of the time you're used to seeing these guys just do whatever just to make it happen, right? But this yeah. guy, this guy has a code, and he will. He's living by it. That's different, and I like that they that they did something different with instead of just making him some weird little penguin you know, uh, affectation or something like that. And, and it's like you said, I mean, as you can see, there's just certain things he won't do. You know what I mean? Like he was like, I didn't kill no girl. I have, I have nothing to do with that. All this stuff where he's like, uh, he was telling Batman the truth. He's like, I don't know who that girl is. You know what I mean? Yep. As much as Batman didn't like the, tr- didn't like what he was saying. He's like, Listen, man, I'm I'm not the type of guy that you think I am. I don't kill innocent women for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you steal, obviously, if you steal from him, he'll attack you. But that's the thing that I'm like, when it comes to that, I really enjoy. Like you said, I really enjoyed that they went into, they, 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 they're, they're going more into a more grounded, very more grounded, realistic story. We're not getting like, the crazy over the top stuff they're being more grounded and it's it's like even the like crazy little subtle things like batman uh having to get away from the the police he just didn't jump off the thing and spread his bat wings no realistic he has to get on he has to put on a basically a gliding suit yeah you know what i mean and he doesn't and he's not a master at it he busted his shit (laughs) yeah um I wanted to also shout out Jeffrey Wright for just man, he's a good Gordon. He is. Oh yeah. He's a, he's a good. He's not commissioner. You know, he he becomes. I, I think he becomes so at the end of it. <clears throat> but he's you know he's a quote good cop in a, in a you know bad department. But the, you know no such thing as good good cops. You know that let bad cops get away with stuff. So you sort of see. You sort of see him trying to not be morally compromised, but also having to be morally compromised in order to do his job. Yeah. And I like that. And I like that he, part of that, part of his way of dealing with it is just to be like, I'm going to work with Batman. So, you know, what are you going to And I love the fact that also in, the, in so doing, the cops are fucking scared of Batman. Like there's, oh, yeah. like everybody, even the people he helps are afraid of him. Yeah, and like it's just showing, his his crusade is not working. It is just isn't working. Yeah, and that's where it became a full circle at the end, where he he saves those because you know at the end where he gets the people out of the uh, the rubble, uh-huh. they're like looking at they're like hesitant. They don't want to take his hand until the orphan, the boy, helps him. I mean, takes the. Uh, takes his hand and then slowly other people do and you see him holding the flare in the darkness leading the people to safety and i was just like this is the new this is where 
is going where he's now no longer just vengeance. He's now going to become a beacon of hope. You know what I mean? Because that's what's going to change Gotham, not him just beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Um, We haven't talked about Riddler yet, aside from saying he was mostly right about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I thought this was, I thought the Riddler was a very, a very smart and a very balanced take on not just radicalization, you know, victimization, radicalization, um, echo chambers online, and how people go from thought to action, you know, when they, you know, given given the right nudge. And like you saw the, you know, the, the chat group and whatever that he had. And how people are basically like, yeah, do it. But we're, we got you, right? And given that, you know, oh, a year ago, you know, there's some similar shit happened up in D.C. It's like, it, it's, it did, and it was filmed before. By the way, you know, they had started working on this before all that shit happened with, at the Capitol. It's just yeah. interesting that it really kind of shines a light on that sort of thing this is like all good all good fiction should have kernels of truth within and there's there's plenty of that uh contained within this movie mm-hmm. and um i think there's i first of all we are definitely getting sequel to this this no doubt without a doubt we're getting a sequel to this uh riddler is not dead right so thank god and joker obviously we saw it, which by the way i i don't know how i feel about that joker Thing at the end it didn't make any sense in the movie but if you saw that deleted scene you're like oh okay that's something that's a thing you know yeah um but you know we're obviously we're getting more of this we're getting some spinoffs that are going to be on hbo uh hbo max you know we got that penguin se- series coming and the uh, arkham asylum thing so i i think the the future is bright for the bad this iteration of the Batman. I think the future is very bright indeed. And uh, we're better for it. This is... I am i don't know that I'll say it's my favorite Batman, but it's, you know, uh, the Dark Knight still holds a place, but you're right. It is really more about Joker than anything else. That said, uh, you know, it's quite a close up there with, with the Dark Knight to me. Well done by Matt Reeves, uh, yeah. Robert Pattinson at all. They they did a great job, and I can tell you, dude. You, <laughs> I know you. This is your shit. This is your jam. And yeah, I'm happy for you. Really, I love when people <laughs> find something that that they can't let go. I I tell you, I love I love to see it. So I, I want to bounce this idea off of you, okay, really quickly. And I talked about this with my brother and his friend. Who do you think? Where do you think he got all that information from, the Riddler? Well, they did they did indicate that he's smart, smarter than Bruce, which was always the case with Riddler is always smarter. He's always the smartest guy in the room, unless Lex Luthor is around. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'm not you know particularly surprised by this. If uh, someone we don't know what he did for a living or whatever, you know, uh, Edward Nigma within the comics. You know, he worked. What did he work for the police at some point? Or it's, he had some connections, but this is pretty much a guy uh, smart enough to, you know, be able to hack or whatever the hell. He he figured out, and he just he connected the dots because he's just smart like that. Probably Bruce Wayne, aka Batman, if he had been, you know, look. The problem with with Batman is that he's always looking down to find people to fight crime, and he's never looking up. You know, yeah. all, all of the people that got killed in here by Riddler were high placed and that, that he wasn't looking in that direction because he only wanted to fight the crime that he could see externally, you know, robberies yeah. and, and uh, drug dealing, etc. And he forgets that there's plenty of far more dangerous, far more destructive people who are rich. Whose ability to hurt other people is magnified by their not just the fact that they got money, but also their place in society. That theoretically they are quote good people. 
uh, and the exp- exposing that was was uh, a big uh, thing for Riddler. So h- how do you get that? I don't know. I, I would just See, say I would just say good research and like um, you know just being smart enough to make the connections. Do you want I my theory on this is because the fact that they're using the Martha, Martha Wayne that came from uh that was uh that has some mental disabilities i think they're going to do the court of owls and i think oh yeah the owls gave him the information i think that's what happened that would be interesting i wonder what they would get from it because in a way they are the elites the court of owls is are the elites um who were they because remember this was remember remember this was all pointed at the Waynes and the Arkham. Remember this, all of this whole entire movie, this, all the killings and all that stuff was all pointed at the Waynes and the Arkham because Riddler, because this is one thing that I feel that Riddler is not as intelligent as some people want to make him out to be. And I feel that he got his information from somebody because he was absolutely wrong about the Waynes. He was absolutely yeah. wrong. Well, about I mean, him. he was he was wrong. He was not totally wrong. Like he was. I mean, he wrong. was right, but I can tell that he didn't personally look into it because if he did, because he wouldn't. Because remember, he perp he purposely said. Remember, Batman said because a lot of people are like, well, it doesn't matter. He'll just get rid of corrupt people. If that was true, he would have targeted Jim Gordon. I mean, if he was like, he, he, he was gonna. Like somebody was like, well, he'll just, he's targeting everybody who's dealing with the uh, the case or anything like that. And I was like, well, if that was true, he would have went after Jim Gordon. He purposely went after people that he believed was corrupt. And I felt if he actually truly did look into the Wayne thing, he would have never went after Bruce Wayne and all that. He was, I felt like he was told that information. That's what I, that's how I felt. That's how I feel about it. Because I was like, he had to be told. Because if he was not told and he actually researched this, I don't think he would go after Bruce Wayne as hard as he did and try and kill him like that. You know right. what I mean? I mean, I I could be, could very well be. Uh, we're going we're gonna to find out, uh, hopefully on the, on the next one. So Yeah, hopefully. Anyway. Um, well, I, we really like this movie. It's a great movie. If you have HBO Max, what are you doing? Go watch it. Uh, yes. If you can see it in the theater, I highly recommend see it in the theater. It is so much better. Uh, it's yeah. visually, it's just really great on a good big screen and, and has a great, uh, soundtrack. So, uh, you guys go check that out. But, uh, either way. What do you guys think about the movie? What do you guys think about what we had to say? Why don't you get down to the comments? Let us know what you're thinking. And, of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. Uh, come through and we'll chop it up about the Batman. Um, and speaking of that, while you're down there uh, hitting those uh, those keys for those comments, you can always also, uh, you can also <laughs> hit the subscribe button, join the Super Not Funny Show family. And, of course, you can always hit the notification bell to let you know when we drop new content. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. thank Lottie, my good friend Lottie, for joining me on this. Um, Lottie, you want to let them know how they can reach you on social media? Oh, yeah. You can always find me on my Instagram, uh, which is Kinihoon. Uh, I mean, it's Anu Kinihoon. It's spelled A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A N U. K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Be sure to keep, uh, you know, keep out, look out, because I'm about to drop some new stuff soon, sort of inspired by the Batman. <laughs> and also, you can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Hoon 25 uh, Log in soon and watch the streams, because I'm coming towards the end of Elden Ring. So you don't want to miss the, the epic end. I've actually made a lot of progress, so don't miss out. Yeah, you guys go check out uh, his channel and Instagram. Uh, show some love, subscribe, like, all that fun stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, this has been the 46th episode of the Supercast. Uh, we're closing in on that, that one-year anniversary. 
and it's coming out very soon. So, um, well, thanks for joining us, you guys. Come back next week. We've got plenty more superhero stuff uh, to talk about, and it should be a good time then. Until then, I've been Mo De Pay, Yards and Fabricant, and Comic Extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace. Peace.